Because they have Sri, it doesn't make any sense, Sri. <laughs> Which means opulence. They would be Lakshmi. So some of the people that were appeared in Sri Hatta, Sri Vas Pandit, Ram Pandit, Chandrasekhar, Rani Gupta, and others. <laughs> then there is another place, Kundri Chaturgram. In Chaturgram, Kundri appeared. Then there was also Mukunda Datta. Vasudev Datta. <coughs> there was another person who appeared in East Bengal. Is it Brahma? Why Brahma? Whoa! Haridas? Brahma Haridas! Yay! Brahma Chagayashko Haridas. Chitanya Puru Nandish. Bhagatinanda. Rarvish. Spell R A V H A V E S A, but the V is with the balance. So everybody pronounces Rarvish. It's actually Rarvish. 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 All around, he came down to the planet Earth. And the family of the pure Brahman Harayoja, Padmavati Devi, in the land of Rarvish. <laughs> Bengal, where the Ganges doesn't flow. Here there was a rain of flowers from the heavens. Mm -hmm. The earth was blessed by Balaram's return. Mm -hmm. Everything was prepared for the Lord to descend in the sacred town of Navadvipa. The city of Navadvipa, incomparable, situated on the banks of the sacred. Ganges River. Hundreds, thousands of people would bathe in the sacred Ganges River every day in Navadip town. Young and old alike would gather together in this worship of the Ganges River. Navadip was a city of great scholars and professors. PhDs were not created yet, but they were the equivalents. Even young scholars who had little learning would challenge older professors to test his own scholarship in comparison with others. That's a tough question to see whether the old professor could answer. You could answer, you could answer, um, you won. 
So debating scholarship versus serious scholastic pursuits. Hmm. A center of learning. But it was a matter of great sorrow for the devotees because nobody, hardly anybody, I say nobody, but few, but very few, were actually interested in devotion to Lord Krishna. The general mass of people were either for scholarship or worshiping some many gods, many guys. It was predicted that a Kaliyuga would become devoid of devotion, people would become absorbed in materialistic activities. So now the first symptoms of this are becoming visible in our people. Still filled with Vedic culture, filled with religion, but no God consciousness. They had many kinds of religious activities. They worshipped the demigodas Mangal Chandi, Vishahari. They're very proud of their worship of the different deities and devas. They're devoid of pure devotion for the Supreme Lord. They have simply worshipped his subordinate demigods. Getting material facilities and benedictions. They make a big public show. They would install dolls of different demigods and goddesses, worship them, and offer gifts. Then they would take the dolls of the demigods and goddesses and throw them in the river and the worship of the Lord. This was the system. Hmm. With a big pompous show, we do an elaborate worship for one or two days, and a big procession of the daily back. So you can go now. The so called pious people were involved. This impermanent form of worship, rather than worshiping the Supreme Lord. There are some people in India who think that all the gods are equal, gods and goddesses. The Vaishnavas know that their Supreme Lord, just like in Christianity or Islam, the original Vedic Sanatana Dharma, the belief that Ekam Brahma, Deepika Master, what supreme absolute truth? No second to him. But the general population sometimes don't understand it. They think it's all one. You worship Kali, you worship Krishna, you worship anybody, it's all the same. So that's their misconception. So it's very painful for the pure devotees of Krishna. Because by mixing everything up like that, they take offensive. And they don't get the real value. Because it's easier to worship the demigods, so they'll worship the demigods.
respectful, respectable, peaceful families of Brahmanas studying the Vedas. But which part of the Vedas? The part that told how to have a happy, peaceful, sensual, good family life. <laughs> they wouldn't read the conclusion of the Vedas. How to save yourself from the repetition of birth and death? They'll be attached and come again and again and again. Someone might be able to do austerities and penances. If he was able to, then he became very proud. And he would, in his false proud, and very great renunciation, he wouldn't chant the names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Tell you about what is the authorized process? Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Hare We thought if we chanted these prime names of the Supreme Lord, it would be offensive. It would destroy the power of the Holy Name. So only when they chant, they are bathing in the Ganges, and they thought that by the touch of the Ganges, they have become pure. Then when they are in the Ganges, they would chant, Govinda! And this card says that don't chant the name of God in vain. Uh-huh. We're so proud Don't chant it at all. They wouldn't chant it at all. <laughs> <laughs> Except when they were bathing in the games. Because they thought that type of won't be in vain. Pure. They took it to the extreme. They were scholars. Bhagavad Gita, Srimad Bhagavatam. But no one would explain them according to Bhakti Yoga, except a few pure devotees of Krishna. And most of these were the devotees who had descended down to receive the Supreme Lord. Who is the Supreme Lord coming down and not being done? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They would daily chant. They would perform devotional service, bathe in the Ganges, clean the temple, serve the deities of the Lord, take Charnamita. Everyone had Charnamita today? Yeah. A little bowl over there with the white liquid. 
of China Meat have recommended to take one dose a day. Three drops. Sit it, put it on your head, and wash your hands. That gets rid of Akamitrahana, untidy death, gives Vishnu devotion, gives many very potent medicine. So devotees regularly take China Meat. You wonder the pass of the cross, brother? There's a little white box there. <laughs> <laughs> we don't charge. It's up to you if you want to do it. Because we die. Die! <laughs> We're talking about the Yuga Dharma. Jai! <laughs> Welcome to Vijaya, Minister of Book Distribution. So when they go on the Ganges and they will chant Pundarika, Vishnu, Krishna. Oh, even when they went to the Ganges, they finished their bath, then they returned. After doing their prayers and pujas. The devotees who chant outside Java, Kirtan, glorifying the holy name of the Lord, the materialistic dhammas and pandits, who criticize them. Somehow this trick of Kavita. Srimad Bhagavatam establishes that devotion to the Lord without desire for material benefit, without desire for mystic power, without desire for liberation is the highest perfection of life. Although these pandits when read Bhagavad Gita, would study Srimad Bhagavatam, they could never figure out or explain devotional service as the purpose of life. The only purpose of life, the purpose of devotional activities, according to them, was to enhance their sense gratification. <laughs> This was Pandits were actually bandits. <laughs> Stealing away the real purpose of life. <laughs> they would tell people, have a good birth, material happiness, material learning, be beautiful, have good children. There's no other purpose of life. And finally, when everything is complete, and you will enjoy it to the full, then merge into the Brahma Jyoti. <laughs> Finish it all. 
<laughs> this was unbelievable. The pure devotees, they were feeling great sadness in the They all these big pundits, scholars, they know the Bhagavad by heart. All the slogans. And they give a misinterpretation. Nobody. What is the use of all their learning? That's the danger when people go to university to study theology. Because the theologians' principle is that we must not believe in what we teach. We must destroy it. Don't believe in anything. Then you're neutral. Objective. Of course, the theologian, uh, theological, I don't know what they call it, seminary, whatever, uh, in uh, Berkeley, they allow people that believe in their religion, but I think that's the only one. <coughs> the danger is that uh, you don't believe, you just know. Hindus say this, Christians say this, Buddhists say this. So what do you believe? I don't believe in anything. I'm a scientist. That's the danger because Krishna consciousness is based on not only belief but on realization and experience. So all these people are not experiencing the highest bliss. So the devotees wanted them to give the mercy they were praying to Krishna, please give these people your mercy. They tried themselves to preach with a misled, misdirected balance. But instead they were attacked more vigorously. Who do you think you are to tell us? We are the Maha, Mahapundit, Mahashari. <laughs> <laughs> they're proud of their knowledge. I know the Bhagavad Gita by heart. Every verse. Forward, backwards. <laughs> Bhagavad Gita tells us be a pious man and enjoy life. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole point. <laughs> so they were, the, the devotees were sad to see they're all forgetful of Krishna. How they could be so totally bewildered by the earthly energy and accept sense gratification as the goal of life. They were deprived of the real nectar of pure devotional service to Krishna. It's the degradation of Brahminical culture. Brahman means to know Brahma, to know the absolute truth. But instead, they were just dealing with the material energy. That's why getting Prabhupada's books out is so important, because of the Bhakti Vedanta purpose. 
Some people read the Bhagavad Gita and they just put some, this is why Prabhupada said in the introduction, 400 different Bhagavad Gita's. But it's like all more. And so they get all kinds of uh, amazing interpretations. So he gave Bhagavad Gita as it is to give us a direct true understanding. So because these pandits were beginning the negative, beginning the deviation, they were pure, wash their hands so many umpteen times after going to the toilet following all the rabbinical rules, wash them out 12 times after passing school, 16 times after eating. They would do all the purification rites, <coughs> do step on anybody's shelves. They follow all the rules, but they missed the point. <laughs> so from there the beginning of the end. From that, just a little bit you off, and after a while, now you have people that you don't Either they're clean, they do not Oh my goodness, some of them were not only worshipping many goddesses, but many, many goddesses. <laughs> like Basuli and Yakshi. These are just. I mean, Yaksha is offering wine and meat to demons. And Beginning and the end. Now they take wine and meat, but they don't offer it to the demons. <laughs> then they say, offer it. So the materialistic brahmas are now the need to end all this difficulty of all the Vaishnavas gathered together at the house of Advaita Gosai. We Krishna Gotha. Every hour, some hours every day. Advaita Prabhu was the topmost spiritual master at the time. He would explain according to pure devotional service. He would explain Krishna as the essence. He would practice his devotional service at home, offering tulsi flowers along with Ganges water to Krishna with great enthusiasm and devotion. In association of Advaita Gosai, the Vaishnavas were feeling great ecstasy, great enthusiasm, devotion. 
Satan Goswami was respected by everyone for his learning and seniority as a Brahmin. And especially for the pure Vaishnavas, he gave them unlimited happiness. Adaita Goswami ki! No, neither did he had a house too. He had a house in Shankipur and he had a house in Malibu. Right next to Srivas Thakur's house. Now, let's explain here. Advaita Gosai moved to Nalanda from Shantipur in order to promote the devotional service to Lord Krishna. Mm-hmm. Other devotees of Navadi gathered to take association with Advaita Prabhu. Some of them were Srivas Pavan and his three brothers, Ram, Sri Ram, Sri Pati, and Sri Nidhi. They had also attend the class of Srimad Bhagavatam given by Advaita Acharya. Other devotees were Sri Chandrasekhar, Jagadisha Pandita, Gopinath Pandita, Sriman Pandit, Murari Gupta, Garuda Pandit, and Gangadas Pandit. Shivas would chant in his garden with, the, with his brothers, Hare Krishna. When he heard these Brahmanas attacking Shivas, Pandit, the pure devotee, he became angry like fire. And he stood up and he declared in the assembly of devotees, Listen to me, Shivas, Kangana, Sukhlambar, listen. I am going to bring Krishna before the vision of everyone in this world. Krishna himself will come in this world and he will personally deliver all the conditioned souls. What is real? He will teach what is real devotional service to Krishna. What is Krishna Bhakti? If I am not able to do it then from this body, I'm going to personally manifest my forehead and form with my Sudarshan Chakra and I will cut all these atheists into little pieces! The Dvaita Acharya was actually partial incarnation of Krishna. Who is he? Mahavishnu. 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 Mahavishnu Avatar, he is responsible to create the unlimited material universes. So he was getting frustrated with all these materialistic problems. <laughs> but he wanted to deliver them. If he can't deliver them by one way, they're also delivered. They're by the Lord. 
But he was successful. Yeah. He brought down Vachitanya. So we're all grateful to Advaita Acharya. That he wanted to bring down, he wanted to induce the Lord to come down and personally preach. So his name is Advaita. Advaita means one friend. He's Advaita Acharya. If I'm not able to bring the Lord down into this world, then what is the use of being a Vaishnava Acharya? And if I can bring him down, then my name will be uh, fulfilled. It will be, you know, the purpose of his name will be fulfilled. He wanted to establish that the spiritual master is not different from the Lord. Therefore, he can bring down the Lord. I'm going to bring my Kuntanath, the Lord of the spiritual worlds, here in this material world, visible to everyone. He will dance. He will chant the holy names. He will deliver all the conditioned souls. This is my firm determination that I must do this. Saying this, Advaita Goswami made a vow and began to worship Krishna's Lord's feet with great determination, with pure devotion. He would take Tulasi Manjaris and Ganges water, offer them to Shaligram Shila, and he would chant loudly the holy names, and he would cry in the separation of the Lord, pleading to him to come, and he would be Fasting. His love crying was so determined. It was so powerful. The sound vibration penetrated the universe and reached to the spiritual world. At 
the same time, Haridas Thakur gave Rai to our greatest house in Shantipur at Fulia Gram. Fulia Gram is where Tamal Krishna Maharaj left his body. There, Haridas was praying to Krishna to descend to the material world and spread his own devotional service among the misdirected Krishna's Rainwater. 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 
From the heavens there flew flowers over the birthplace of Nityananda. It was like a rain of flower petals on the earth. Nityananda gives our pure devotional service very easily. He is the incarnation of Lord Balaram who gives out his spiritual strength to the devotees. Mahaprabhu Nityananda Premananda Suhi Balaram appeared prior to Krishna. In Dharma Yuga, he also appeared prior to Lord Chaitanya in Kali Yuga. Nityananda Prabhu Nityananda appeared in Varnesh Chakra. He had amazing childhood pastimes. With his friends, he would play dramas of all the Buddha, of all the avatars. Although the children were just four, five, six years old, everybody knew the dramas by heart without any adults teaching them. Mm -hmm. They all been there before. <laughs> they were in the dramas. <laughs> They were playing you know, Ram Lila, Krishna Lila, Ram Lila, Ramana Dev Lila, Arshina Lila. Yesterday, we were talking about Lord Chaitanya's parents appearing coming. Sri Hatta and coming from Sri Hatta to Navadvi and Nityananda appearing in Ekachakra as the son of Harayavacha and who? Padmavati Devi. Yes. I'm going to take test at the end of my period here to make sure you remember all the details. I remember. <laughs> my take. So, what was the situation? We also talked about how Dwaita Gosai was frustrated with the situation in Navadip. All the people were 
pious of all pious, but they were totally non-devotional. They were worshipping different demigods for material benefits. The so-called learned pundits, they only gave the interpretation of Bhagavad Gita and Srimad Bhagavatam on how to have good sense gratification. Dharma, Artha, Kama. They got up to the Kama. We heard about Kama this morning from His Holiness Lokanath Swami. Elaborate discussion on Kama. So that was the goal. Very few, very rare, some people wanted virgin. But no bhakti, no love of Godhead. This was the problem. In fact, people would put on big wedding ceremonies. To show off how rich they were, how religious they were. Married their daughter, spent, even today in India, sometimes they spend millions of dollars for one wedding. Better dare not get divorced. Huh? <laughs> it's a big thing, weddings. So that was the situation in all the big, big weddings, kind of a religious ceremony. So somebody married his daughter, spent a big bundle, if we give everybody a big feast. Then, the other person, he'd already married his daughter, he, well, he did a bigger festival for his daughter. Then the other one that did the first one, he had no more daughters to marry. So then he decided to marry a cat and a dog. <laughs> I mean, a male cat and a female cat. Later on, the next one, he had no more daughters, he married a male dog and a female dog. <laughs> dog and cat won't work. <laughs> that was a slip of the tongue. But it was dogs and cats. So then the Vaishnava, what does this have to do with religion? Dogs don't get married, cats don't get married. Human beings get married. So it was like everything superficially was all very religious. But the, the real, what was really going on was just ego trips. Just such gratification. No Krishna consciousness. So the Advaita, this was the kind of environment. So Advaita, he worshipped Lord Krishna by offering Tulsi leaves and Ganges water. He loudly shouted the names of Krishna. He Shakaruna Sindhu Dina Bandhu Jagapati
Meanwhile, Sachi Bhatta <coughs> conceived of a child by an immaculate conception. They had no relation that night, but he could dream. They both had the same dream that a light came in the heart of Jagannath Mishra, transferred to the heart of Sachi Mata. Went from her heart to her womb. And there was a brilliant, effulgent light. The doctor told her, You're pregnant. But they had no relation at that time. They weren't expecting. They already had one, Billy Gagya had the Vishwarupa that was there. Fulfillment of their Vishnu Puja, they didn't expect another child. The father of Sachi Mata is a Vilambar Chakravarti, he's a great astrologer. He predicted it will be a son. But she already went into her nine tenth month of pregnancy. There was no sign of Childbirth. I mean, she got worried. What's happening? 11th month. It was the West who just have a cesarean. But he said, no, he'll be born on the Falgun Purnima, the full moon of Falgun month. That Falgun day, Happened to be a lunar eclipse. And as we said yesterday, the people were against the chanting of the holy names of Krishna out loud. The names of Krishna, they thought, could only be chanted when you're in the Ganges. Because in the Ganges you're purified by the Ganges holy water. And otherwise it would be chanting the name in vain or offensively to just chant the names of God. Actually in all the cultures it says the name of God is holy. I was listening to a tape of Prabhupada. He was talking to a bishop or a cardinal and he quoted that in the Bible it says, O our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. But the name is holy. Many people don't know what is the name of God. God is English. God has to have some names. Probably in some ancient languages. Like President. Sunday, Mr. President. You can say that, Mr. President. I don't know whoever the president but He has a name too. And I won't even say his name. I won't get terrified by that. But we say, Mr. God, Lord God, Lord God, don't say Mr. Lord God, he's not human, he's superhuman, transcendental. Uh, but he has a name. 
So the Vedas, in Sanskrit, they have many of these uh, names of God. They have the Vishnu Sahasrana, the thousand names of Vishnu, which includes Krishna, Rama, Govinda, Vishnu, Narayana, and so many. Some people like to chant the Vishnu Sahasrana. But uh, amongst all the names, Lord Shiva in the Shiva Purana, he said that the name of Ram is equal to a thousand names of Vishnu. Sasranama Tulavis, Ekarama Nama Varadavi. Can we find out how Jagannath is? What is it? What is it to him? Does the Pajaris tell us or worry about his health? <laughs> we get some news about Jagannath. Will it be better by tomorrow? Okay, it's getting better. Yeah. You should hear right from the Pujai. <laughs> we have an inside information. Thank you, Parampara. We're going to get from the Parampara. It's Parampara Das. Where was I in the birth of the Siva, Siva told Ram's name thousand times. So then, he also said that one name of Krishna is equal to three thousand names of Vishnu. In the Quran, it gives nine hundred ninety-nine and nine hundred ninety-nine names. Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Huh? Ninety-nine. Some of those names are like Rama. But we have a Vrindavan of Radha Raman. I didn't study all the names, I just see only connections with the Sanskrit names. The idea is that what the, the meaning of the name should correspond with the description of some quality of, the, of God, of Krishna, the Supreme Lord. And then that will be the sentence of the name. So the devotees of uh, Krishna, the Vaishnavas, the devotees of the Supreme Lord, they would be chanting these names for other people who are not having so much faith in the name that the name can purify anyone. They thought that if they chant the names out loud, they'll be diminishing their, it's the name's uh, potency and that the name will. Um, it will be offensive and cause some uh, kind of negative influence on society. 
Well, actually, it's the most positive thing that the society can have is to hear the holy names. So all the people, though, on this lunar eclipse, the system is when you have a lunar or solar eclipse, you generally go to the Ganges and stay in the water because lunar eclipses are supposed to bring some kind of negative influence. The eclipses make people impure, bring negativeness. But if you're in the Ganges water, the Ganges is so strongly positive that it counteracts any negative influence of the eclipse. So all the Hindus were in the Ganges. And uh, they were, because they're in the Ganges, there you can chant the holy name, they were chanting, Govinda! Chanting the holy name. 
This was an indication what his mission was going to be. What is his mission going to be? What's your name? Ryan. Let's give the Ryan a big hand. <laughs> yes, he came to establish the Yuga Dharma, the method of self-realization for the age, which is chanting the names of the Lord. When he appeared, it said that there were extra, there were angels, extraterrestrial divine entities who came down to the earth and took the form of the wives of priests and brahmanas. They came and they gave gifts to the baby. The mother said she wanted to wear all these. Beautiful Brahminis coming from. I know all my neighbors. Where are they all coming from? They're giving gifts of different things. And then the next day came uh, the wife of uh, Advaita Acharya, Sita Takurani, and she came in a palanquin. She came and she gave a tiger too, she gave a million, she gave frankincense, she gave kusa uh, grass, fused all kinds of auspicious articles to the baby. Turmeric, roots, things which would make it very auspicious for the child. She was very happy to see the baby. Lord Chaitanya was golden baby. He was golden in color. And he is the father of the grandfather, his grandfather of the father of the mother, came and saw astrologically, said that he has all the auspicious markings, all the auspicious symptoms of a great person, like 36 different bodily features of a great person. And he had all of the 36. He predicted he is going to save the world. So he said, get the name Vishwambhar. Vishwa means universe. You know, Bhara means to take the Lord off the universe, to sustain, support, and save the universe. Universal Savior. Actually, this Susisir Kumar Ghosh wrote a book saying how Lord Chaitanya was the second coming of Christ. Well, the Prabhupada didn't give it too much importance. 
Then as Lord Chaitanya grew as a baby, one day he started crying. And they cried. Again, I stopped crying. Offering him candies. Called the doctor, why is he always crying? They tried the cuddling and the rocking and all the things that normally work. Nothing worked. The doctor said he looks healthy, no fever. He didn't know what to do. And then some of the ladies started singing to the child. Haribo, 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 Haribo. Sacramental meal. 
And uh, normally the Dhammakarana would be held earlier than that, after about a month and a half, two months. But somehow Dhammakarana was held together. Dhammakarana is when the name, the spiritual name, is the, the official name of the child is given. And well, there was a dispute. The man wanted to give the name Vishwambara, Savior of the Universe. And the women said he was born under a neem tree. And neem is the holy tree that takes away all inauspicious World Health Organization. One there was a, a Time magazine that said neem tree, the, the something that forget what it said, but it was in the front cover, the, the super tree, because it will kill, it's like a pesticide, it's, a, it's ecologically so favorable that they see that Neem could uh, save the world ecologically or some loose lot. So, they said, call it Neemine, keeps away ghosts. They asked Nilambar Chakravarti that he should arbitrate this. See that even in the time of Lord Chaitanya, they had mediation and arbitration. This time, even at that time, there was some different point of view between the men and the women. <laughs> but at least now that doesn't still exist. <laughs> So then he said, well, Why not call him a nickname Nimai? So he'll be known as Nimai. You know, that will be his, uh, they call Dakna, what you call it. This is like, my name, my official name was Gordon, but my nickname was Jay. So they always call me Jay. Jay, I got Jay at the time. <laughs> <laughs> one year, I think it was uh, Vijayarada said, My guru from his birth had the name of Lord Chaitanya. What's that? He said, Gordon. <laughs> the wealth of Lord. Sorry, I got blessed on both. <laughs> yeah. I never thought of you. Seriously, you were the one that said it one day as Putin? <laughs> My middle name was John, Gordon John. <laughs> so my parents, although they didn't intend it, they gave me some blessing. And I kind of like to find names of Krishna. But anyway. So they said oh, the official name, like in India, they give an official name, which is just used for marriages and for very special occasions. And then most people have a, like a name that their parents never just call, like a short name. So it was, both names were used. It was amicably mediated, arbitrated. So he was in mind for public usage, this one bar for his official. 
Then they give this uh, Anaprasana. Anaprasana is to take the first grain. After the first grains, they do a little ceremony, which is kind of a family ceremony, which the child goes for books or money. But in this case, Jagannath Mishra, he put out all kinds of books. You see, but they go for the Puranas, the Bhagavatam, the Four Vedas, Sahityas. And he put out pens. When you go for pens, as you like a scribe, you go for the money, you put gold, silver, copper, small change. <laughs> is he a big time money man or is he a small change one? <laughs> There's a whole spread. We just used to put money in books, only books. He wanted to find out. So that Lord Chaitanya was crawling already at six months. He crawled straight towards the books. And there he grabbed one book and started hugging it. <laughs> and all the pundits thought, oh, he's going to be a pundit. He likes the books. But the devotees wanted to see what book is he hugging. It was the Srimad Bhagavatam. Yeah. He's going to be yeah. a devotee. He's a devotee. His, his background is his devotee. He loves the Bhagavatam. Have you ever heard of a baby going to I mean, I've so many other process sometimes. Once I saw a baby take the money and put it on the book. So, 12 o'clock, I have another few pastimes, but anyway, we'll hear the nectar from the Lord. Oh, no, no, it's your turn. Yeah, it's, it's only 12.45. Oh, you can go to the book. No, no, that's all there is. Everybody? You're on Krishna, no, no, we should have visited. <laughs> you got 12 to 12 for the, the, the RT starts. I think it's okay. I had some GBC work, I don't know if I able to do it. Do I have your permission? Thank you for watching our videos. Be sure to subscribe to our channel. We publish new videos every day. And don't forget to like and share our channel.